News is brought to you by Zero Res. Jay, the box office is back. Man, I guess, huh? Box office is back. They needed a big weekend. We've been talking about how there had not been a movie that was really super close to a hundred thousand or hundred million dollars, right? Which is a ton of money. But we kind of thought Mission Impossible maybe would make a run at it. it did not. The other one that was Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana Jones yep. did not. Right. And they're still in the top ten. Mission Impossible made twenty million dollars this weekend. Indiana Jones made just under twenty million dollars. But the two big ones, Barbie and Oppenheimer. They were right there at the top, and Barbie was your winner this weekend. $155 million over the weekend. Man. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, Opp- I don't know what it is. Oppenheimer, yeah. Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. $80.5 million, over $200 million at the box office this weekend, approaching $300 million between those two movies. Very impressive debut by both of those. If you saw either one of them, let us know. 509-441-0999. 509-441-0999. That's the phone number. That's the text line. I'd love a review on either one. I'm intrigued with Barbie. I want to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, uh, they've promoted that Oppenheimer movie for so long. I feel like that one has been you know, in the theaters for a really long time and has been just promoted like solid two to three months. Yeah. In fact, I was surprised it wasn't already out. Yeah. And then the Barbie movie is intriguing in the fact that it's not, I mean, you think it's a cartoon, but it's not. No. And then you're like, well, who goes to that movie? Like, what? What? what's the demo that goes to the movie? I guess anybody and, who's ever had a Barbie? Anyone who's walked. <laughs> I mean, and it looks like it's funny. Anyone who's walked on their tiptoes and been like, oh, right. I'm walking like Barbie. And Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie are not. You know, slouches for stars. You got big names. You're celebrating a big toy. It's very, like, just, it seems very easy to watch, which I think is very important. Oppenheimer looks awesome to me, and I am somebody who does not love a war movie, and I don't really love history movies, and it is both of those things. Yeah, yeah. But I still want to see it so bad. Yeah, it looks very interesting. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a couple of good weeks of, of good movies to choose from, and I don't know if there's an actual reason why all of a sudden it just blew up like that. I'm not sure if it's just, well, now that the 4th of July is out of the way and everybody's kind of just locked in and it's, you know, we're summer and it's hot. We want to go in the air conditioning. I don't know what the what the reason is for the big boom or if it was just two good movies. Well, yeah, you got two good movies. The Barbie one big. The, the Oppenheimer movie is probably going to win some Academy Awards, judging by all the things I've read about it. Yeah. Could be Christopher Nolan, the director, his very first Academy Award. So you've got two huge movies. The hope is now... As a movie fan, I'm, I love the movie theater. The hope is now a bunch of people went back to the movie theater and realized, oh, this is really fun. Yeah, this is a good time. This is really fun. And then you maybe have some movies coming up in the next few weeks that get you back in that next time and just kind of slowly but surely get back into that routine of being like, oh, this is really fun to go out to a movie. Brad, what'd you see? I actually went to see Barbie uh, and, with my wife. And uh, were you? what was your, like, you know, your kind of feeling going into the movie? I thought it was going to be hilarious from the previews. Right. You know, a lot of both spoofs of Barbie and the whole Barbie can And they did a lot of that. It just was not nearly as funny as I had hoped. And it was a lot more woman empowerment, uh, man versus woman roles. Um, it was, it was, we wanted to go to a movie that we just would laugh and not have to think, and that wasn't it. Oh, oh dang. Okay, so dang Brad, it. I thought that's what Barbie was going to be. I really did. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be... Easy watching. You go in, you leave, and you're just smiling. Right. My, we were we were like going, 
number one, I wish we'd gone to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. We, you... Literally, at, at the counter, we were trying to decide which one to watch. And But we were, since it was Sunday afternoon, we'd been out in the sun, we wanted to laugh. Right. Yeah. We didn't yeah. want to think. And it was just totally opposite. What I mean, there was really only one good belly laugh in the whole movie. Um, and if they'd done more of that, it could have been hilarious. I just have a feeling. But I think they just the, the director wanted to make this statement, including uh, in, a, in a Barbie movie. And so it was not what I expected. And I have to admit, I was disappointed. And okay. My wife. Yeah. Okay. Well, Brad, okay. when you go see Oppenheimer, you're going to have to call in with the review of that one. I will do. Okay. Yes, which, please. Now, there is also, thanks, Brad. See you, buddy. 509-441-0999. Now we need the Oppenheimer review. So yeah. So 509-441-0999. Wouldn't it be funny if someone called and they said, I went into Oppenheimer hoping that it would be a great movie and all I did was laugh? Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the role the, reversal. The Barbie movie, by the way, an hour 54 minutes. This is another decision-making thing. Hour 54 minutes, Oppenheimer three hours. Yeah, yeah. It just, well, it's very serious, obviously. So, yeah. Okay, well... Man, I still want to go see some of the other movies that are out. I don't know if I'm going to get to them. Have you, what's the last movie you've seen? You haven't seen one in a while either, have Man, you? Man, it's been a minute. We went to, doggone it, Jay, what the heck was it? We, My buddies and I went to one maybe two months ago, and I cannot remember for the life of me. It, must, it, made, a lot of, it made a lot of impact. Yeah, I imagine life. that. Yeah, we you don't to. even know it's what very, it was. Very, very important and critical in my life. Boston John, did you see a movie? I didn't see the movie, but I saw the special on MSNBC on Oppenmeyer. Mm-hmm. And loved it. I mean, I'm a history buff. Yes, and, and so you just fact- loved the actual behind-the-scenes look at it. Exactly. It was more of a documentary. Yeah. So if you get it, I would recommend you watch that first, and then go to the movie just to see the difference and you know how did they portray it and how the documentary was. Okay. Very fair. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for the call. All right, real quick here, let's grab Eric. Eric, did you see a movie? Yeah, I went and saw Oppenheimer last night. And. Oh, we enjoyed it. It wasn't much of a, a shocker. I mean, it, you, knew, you knew what was the story and all that, but uh, it was entertaining. I didn't feel like I was there for three hours. I, uh, it felt like a normal-length movie, and, and it certainly it wasn't boring. I, 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 I would recommend it for everyone. Okay, okay cool. Okay, so Eric, that's a weird part for me, right? Be- because of a lot of these movies that are the war movies, we know the endings. Or like Titanic. You yeah, kind of heard what right. happened there, too. We, you we know? know the ending. We know how it goes because we've learned about it. It's one of the yeah. biggest things in, in history. And so that is one of the things that makes me, Jay, skeptical of going to a movie right. like that. But I, I, I keep hearing the acting is fantastic in it. Is that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoyed the acting. I, I, uh, the Cheeky Blinders uh, lead role, that, he, he's, he's awesome. And, uh, one thing that I appreciated was the interaction between all these famous scientists that you know the names of, but you don't really appreciate the fact that these guys all were intertwined with one another. That's cool. Yeah. That's okay. Cool. All right, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. There you go. There's your two movie reviews from Barbie and Oppenheimer. It is funny with a lot of those things, right? You do know the end, so there is not a lot of... What's going to happen? Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, think that makes it harder to make the movie great. Yeah, it was it like, not? It was like with the Steph Curry documentary that they released Friday. You knew Zagman was going to be sad. <sighs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. I was hoping. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Could be an owner that for some reason is like, no, I'm not doing purple berries. Kevin James. Grimace and I... We have a thing. Grimace dated my old girlfriend. The Jay and Kevin Show.
on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, we got to get our friend Brandon back on the phone. I'm curious to see what his thought was on the on the uh, Taylor Swift show on Saturday night in Seattle. There was a lot of crazy things about that show, obviously, including the fact that I'm sure you probably saw many of the videos. Oh, I love them. Of the people outside the stadium. That was insane. The number of people that were outside the stadium that were just there to set up camp and put a lawn chair on the parking lot and just listen without even being able to see anything about this concert was crazy. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Jay, I saw one of those videos and thought, this is not real. I thought it was phony baloney, fake news, but that really was a thing. Thousands of people just sitting outside the stadium. Because it's as close as they could get. That's just that that's is weird. Wild, wild. Brandon. <laughs> From the Big Adventure single in San Diego to the Bros Knows podcast, and now a Spokane Journal of Business 2023 rising star, here's Brandon Rose. Hey, bud. I always thought it'd be cool to have an intro on the show. And have you, have you changed your mind now since you've heard it twice? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you were there. You sent me a video this weekend of, and I'd seen a couple of them throughout, just on TikTok and stuff, people posting the Cruel Summer, everyone singing Cruel Summer back at, at T-Swift. And then you sent me a video of Seattle doing it, and it was the wildest, loudest video I've seen. And that, that's how she opened the show. It's like, Well, she sang like a half a song before that, but that's how she opened it. And from that second, you're like, oh, this really is a different concert. Yeah. I mean, 72,000 people all singing one song? Not just singing, screaming. Yeah. It was like, so perfectly, loud. Perfectly in line, like everyone at the same time. It was nuts. Yeah, well, that, that's the other part, Brandon. It was, it was not like they were even, somebody was slightly late. It was perfect unison. It was crazy. It, and it was... It wasn't just the uh, 72,000 people in. Like you said, it was the 10, 15,000 people outside of the stadium, too. Also, did you notice this, Brandon, that the one of the most <laughs> impressive, I guess, things about her fan base is the fact that when she would... So they're screaming their heads off, and she's, she's very... Uh, I mean, she's... Because of the way she uses her face, is she needs to have a video wall like she has, which is the most impressive video wall you've ever seen because she's very expressive. And she can control tens of thousands of people with the, with the move of her eyes. Yes. And then when she starts talking, it goes dead quiet like a golf match. What? It, yeah. It, and you can hear every word that she says. But then they start singing, and it takes me a second to register what song's happening. No way. All I hear is screams for a minute. It's like they're screaming her head, their heads off. They're just going crazy because they're showing their appreciation. They'll sing, sing, sing. And then if she says, hey, hey, you guys, as soon as she says that, dead silent. And I thought, that is insane command of that many people. Yeah, I didn't even think about that at the time. But that, that is crazy because it would just go dead silent. You could hear her just talk and say everything she was talking about and then just right back to scream. <laughs> uh, in terms of all the shows you guys have been to, and between the two of you, you guys have been to a lot of concerts. Jay's been to a ton. Brandon, you are a concert guy. You've been to a ton. In in terms of just the stage, outside of the music, I, I know people get lost in the music part of Taylor Swift. They immediately hear, well, it's Taylor Swift. I'm out. I don't like the music. Right. I get that. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Sure. But in terms of just the stage... 
and how the performance aspect of that concert went, how does it rank against a bunch of the other ones you've been to? What do you think, B? I mean, the, the state, can I just describe it? I mean, it was like a 50-yard wide video wall that was the highest resolution I've ever seen. Like, it, it looked like it was actually Taylor, just giant. And then the stage was a 60-yard long, also video floor. Right. Oh, the floor she's on is video. It is. I know that. Yes, it is. I know that everyone's favorite artist, favorite country music artist, Drake, had that for a while, and that was kind of the first person who dove into the world of a video screen as the floor. Yeah. I'm assuming Taylor does it just as well. Well, it is. It's 60 yards long and like 20 yards wide. So yeah, she kind of does Whoa. it big time. What yeah. is on it? What's on it the whole time? It, it changes with the song, and it like. It, like, has sensors on it somehow, because when dudes were riding bikes across it, it was drawing a trail exactly where they were riding and everything. It was nuts. Did yeah. they have the pool thing? Did she dive into the water? Yeah. Yeah, it was great, where she kind of, she dives under the stage. You know, she, they open a trap door, and she dives into it. Now, she'd been going in and out of trap doors the entire show, and then, you know, that just at the end of her little acoustic set, she just stands there at the end of the red era and dives into the, below the stage, and then as that happens, she's wearing a red dress, and, of course... The stage then shows a a silhouette of a human being in a red dress, quote unquote, swimming under the stage. What in the world? Yeah, it was insane. The screen was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Uh, lessons to anybody who wants to figure out a way to do a screen to make a better visual experience for their fans. Just take note. And I know it was pro- it's probably ten million dollars. There was parts of the show where there was real sparklers. But then I couldn't tell at parts what was real sparklers and what was on the screen because it was so high def. Yeah, it was weird. It, and but but how much did that enhance your experience? A ton, especially yeah. being up a little bit higher. Like it, it added a lot to it. Yeah, it was just you couldn't take your eyes off it. How long did she sing? Forever. What was it? Three hours and eighteen minutes or something? I think was the time. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. She sings so many songs. Did it get too long? Well, well, I mean, it depends on how much you love her music, I think. Like, for me, I probably am really uh, versed in maybe 10, 10-ish songs okay. that I can really, that I really know. And then after that, it's just songs that I don't know. So there was some errors that I didn't know any songs. So to me, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It could be a little lengthy. What would you think, Brandon? I thought, I thought the same. There's a couple errors where it's not like, okay, well, this isn't my, my favorite. But Fake fan. I, mm-hmm. There's so much energy. The people around us, though, every time it wasn't something I was excited for, it was like the the younger girls all around us were just going crazy. So I was like, okay, I, it kind of brought the energy back for it. So also, also you, uh, no no line for beer, zero line for beer because apparently you most walked up and grabbed it. Yeah, most people what? aren't old enough to drink it. Apparently, oh, and yeah. apparently, <laughs> young girls don't drink beer. I don't know. There was literally. I thought the one was closed. I thought the, I looked at the guy. Go, are you open? And he's like, yeah. I like. You're open right now. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll have a beer. I don't know. How was the line for seltzers? They there, there was none. There was Zero. no lines for anything but merch. Merch line, 500 people in every merchandise line. And then... Cotton uh, candy line. How was the line for that? There's no lines for anything but merch. It was just everyone was in the merch line or at the concert. And once it started, then I was like, okay, maybe I can sneak out to the merch line now. All the other... Uh, of the other people that were in the Elvermore era did the same thing. Correct. How was the men's line, men's room line for you? Well, the, so on the 300 level or up where we were, they flipped all the bathrooms to women's restrooms. They did so that. There was only one. There was only one on the co- whole concourse, but I, there was no line for it at all. Yeah. What? There, there was literally no. There were no men's rooms. 
It was probably twenty to one women to men. I would say at least. What a hey! What a single guy concert to go to. That's what I told Tyler. I was like, hey, you should have been there. That is a that's big time. Right I also there. think I may have been the oldest man there. Do you feel? <laughs> no, you're you got you had your daughter. That's a great daughter. Dad well, it was moment. great, but I still think I was you the probably oldest. Were, though. I'm trying to be nice. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, do, you might have been. Do you, Thank you, Brandon. Wow, that is, man. Do you feel Journal of pumping, Business, man. Spokane Journal of Business 2023 rising oh, star, man. Brandon Rose, branch manager, Washington Trust Bank. Do you feel that you have outed yourself, as I have for a long time, as not a Taylor Swift fan just now, by saying that you were kind of out on a couple eras? I don't think so. I think Taylor just, just evolved where I was, you know? Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I've yeah. said this to you for maybe a year and a half now. You are not a Taylor Swift fan. That's not true. Hmm. We'll run the tape That's back. Cool. Everyone can listen to it on the podcast. You should have heard me during Enchanted singing to my pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad you guys went. I'm glad you and your uh, you and your fiance it was her birthday over the weekend. You guys looked adorable in the pictures you took, and I'm glad you guys got it going. Jay, I'm glad you liked the set because I've been blown away by the pictures and videos I've seen of her setup, And I'm, I'm glad we, I now know some people who went to it who aren't die. Well, one of you, not a, a diehard Taylor Swift fan. One of you fake Taylor Swift fan saying that the stage is as, a, as amazing as everyone's saying it is. B, my, my son said he described it as a three hour Super Bowl halftime performance. I think that's fair. Cause it was all, all, everything was so theatrical and so many dancers and, I think even if you weren't a Taylor fan, for real, you could go and enjoy that show based on just like the the video and the theatrics of it. Did, yeah. did she have any famous people come out on stage like she used to do? No, she even admitted that. She said, "Hey, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't have any special guests tonight." So nobody would believe her though. They started every time she said it, they started cheering louder. Yeah, like they like, thought, oh, it's oh, a trick. It's gonna be a trick. And then she'd be like, oh, for real, I don't have anyone coming out, and then they would just cheer louder again. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. All right, B, congratulations. Thank you, guys. See, he's he's forever going to be known yeah. as. He's a 2023 rising star thanks to the Spokane uh, Journal of Business. That's right, big-time move. Brandon Rose, he's on the up-and-coming list. Branch manager, Washington Trust Bank. Will he stop calling the show now, do you think? Jay, Never. Kevin and Never, because we call him. <laughs> the big Is he big at the Jay and Kevin show? Jay Daniels. It appears that woman is walking her dog in her underwear. And where do you buy dog underwear? I said her underwear. Was the dog a boy? Kevin James. I didn't tell it. I have underwear on. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Don't forget the app is there for you, the Coyote Country app. It's free and you can take us with you. Just download it if you're on vacation or if you're just not near a radio, whatever the case might be. You can just listen through your device. All right, Slimmy, what do you want to kick off entertainment news with today? I know we just talked about Taylor Swift and we'll put a bow on it with this. I, I Brandon did send me a video of the crowd yelling part of the Cruel Summer Bridge. Mm-hmm. And it is... It really is spectacular. And this has been on all of her shows. The moment that everyone's filming and everyone's posting is the entire crowd chanting it. It is cool, though.
I mean, that's 72,000 yeah. people <laughs> screaming, I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you and I. I mean, that's a lot of people yelling yeah. at the exact same time. That Crazy. is really cool. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, it was uh, at that moment I was like, oh, man. I might be out of my game here. Yeah, that's 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 special. That's a unique thing. Again, we've talked about this tour. It's it's blowing right. It's blowing any record out of the water. It's going to be the biggest money making tour of all time. It's going to be the biggest tour that's ever happened in terms of just everything that's gone on around it. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. I'm glad you got to see it. And so we had someone on the show who got to witness the craziness of this tour. Now you also Jay got to see Luke Bryan. On Thursday night, right, different style show, right? Not an arena show, not seventy-two thousand people. But how was Luke Bryan? Well, that's what's weird. The last three concerts in two weeks was Garth with forty-one hundred people, <laughs> uh, Luke with eighteen thousand, and then Taylor Swift with seventy-two thousand. Each has its own appeal. You know, uh, obviously Garth more of a storytelling kind of thing, but you know does a good job of short stories with interweaving songs, his other people's cover tunes. You know. He kind of goes through his eras. Luke is just a party. Luke is just, I'm, we're, we're going to throw him back. And we are going to scream. He has, you forget how many sing-along songs he has and how loud that got. I thought yeah. that was insane how loud they were. And, and really, at many points, he could just stop. Just like, you know, do the thing where I'm just going to, I'll just sit back, let you guys take it over, and it would have been so loud. And then, you know, Taylor's just at a different level, so... Uh, it was great, though. It's just a party. It's just 100% party. The whole thing is just a gigantic party. And if you're not in party mode, you're not going to enjoy that show. Does he do any any slow stuff where he just sits down and does a couple he, of He his, does, like, like drink, drink a, beer. a beer and stuff. Yeah, he does that. He was sick for the show. You could tell because he was coughing and he kept having to, you know, like, move away from the mic. And he was drinking something out of it. looked like probably tea or something out of a... Like a hot cup, you know, would be oh, not just his it. not just his red solo cup. So there was moments where he would kind of struggled, but um, you know, you could tell he was sick, but but still put on the show for I don't know what was it two hours and ten minutes or something like that. And what was the venue for that one? It was something I'd never seen before. It's kind of a, it's an outdoor, but it's half covered. It's in Ridgefield, Washington. I'd never even heard of it. It's kind of a you know it's so it's an outdoor venue, but half oh, of really? it is covered. It was a kind of a weird setup, but I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. Okay, so, except for the one road in, one road out thing. That's a bummer. That that's interesting because that changes things for me. I I know the the last time he was here was the Spokane Arena. Yeah, and he had then the ability to do kind of his his arena setup. Yes. which had him drive the truck. He was on it's top way of different. the truck. He was on top of all that. You get a you get a little less at an amphitheater. The stage tones down quite a bit from yeah. a normal your normal setup. Yeah, you can't. It's not as great because you can't see as much of it. It's not as dark outside for all, some of the show. Uh, the sounds never as good outside as it is indoors. Although Taylor's was close. I mean, you know. So it's it was, but it's still, I'm telling you, it was not a disappointed person in the house. Okay, that's real, and even through sickness, except for the people who couldn't get a shuttle. But hey, let's not talk about me. The one road thing is wild. Yeah, that's dumb. That is so dumb. Eighteen thousand people, one road. Yeah, that's just bad planning. Yeah, make a new road. Yeah, that's that's well. The gorge gets similar. No, for sure. The gorge oh, gets it's similar. The same, yeah. Leaving the gorge sometimes is like, what is happening? Yeah, two hours what? later, you've moved like you know maybe a half a mile. Yeah, you you have to mentally be ready for that when you go to the show. For sure, you have to you have to mentally know that you're going to be a long, 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 long time at a big show at any of those kind of venues. Which if is, you which don't, kind of you will your show will be ruined. Totally, it will. Yes, absolutely.
If you're not prepared for the crush of the crowd, then you that will ruin your show. And whether it's, by the way, whether it's outdoors, indoors, whatever, you just got to be in the right mindset. What time did that Luke Bryan show end? Uh, 11.15. So you probably weren't out of that parking lot till after midnight. 12.30. Oh my gosh. That's wild. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yep, that's what I said. That's wild. Karen just said, the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I am so good. American. No, they're so burgers nah. are so American. You're all right. Burgers are so American. Yeah, Kevin James. Not gonna be that guy who shows up late for the party and then is like, hey, any chance you could get the hot dogs out of here? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Did uh, was it hot where you were? I forgot to ask you if you had to deal with heat at all or if you were kind of on the other side of it. 105 degrees, 60% humidity. So no heat at all then? It was wet. Wow. <laughs> sweaty, sweaty, sweaty weekend down in Austin, Texas. Man. What was the best thing from your weekend? I'm guessing it wasn't the heat. What was the best thing from your weekend? I don't know how people live in it. I just, I do not get it. And doing day-to-day stuff. We would be out for a second in the morning walking around. It's already... 98 degrees at 8 o'clock in the morning and people are running and walking their dogs and I'm thinking, I don't know how long it takes for them to get accustomed to that but it's wild how hot it is. That's just too warm. Yeah. I know it. We were on the other end there, you know, in the Oregon coast so it was, uh, you know, like what, 68? Yeah, you guys were at Seaside which is one of the great cities of the West Coast. I mean, it was warm actually for a small bit of moments there where we were like on the beach we we're like okay well that's actually warm let's fall asleep in the sand and then after that we went and bought a sweatshirt like everybody else yeah does. yeah you say seaside on it uh i did this one did not uh my wife says pnw on it oh wow yeah i think uh the other six that we have that say seaside from when we were there previous trips that we didn't have enough yeah. clothes we yeah. you know already had that covered it's wild to me they sell shirts other than ones that say seaside there. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I feel like you can't find one thing one piece of apparel that doesn't say that on it. Either that or it has something on it that you think is funny and you should buy and then you realize you would never be able to wear that anywhere else. Yeah. Yep. It always has plenty of those. Uh, Amanda celebrated her daughter's fourth birthday and they're in the middle of the Barbie thing. They got the life-size Barbie party going on. Oh, I love that. Happy yeah. birthday, daughter. Uh, Gus with three days on the water. That would be good. Nice picture you sent of the pontoon. That looks amazing, by the way, Gus. Holy smokes. Pontoon boats are awesome. Oh. Gust, very jealous. Water was, water is king. Water is mandatory on, on days on like that. Summer day water is king. Uh, barbecued fajitas? That sounds good. Barbecued fajitas is a great one. Love to hear that. That's a big win. We had, uh, we, I think my, my moment from the weekend down in Austin, Texas, went down there for one of my buddy's weddings and it was really fun. Because I got to see a bunch of friends who live from all over the place. We all got together for the wedding. So it was good to see familiar faces. I also got to see our good buddy, Dr. Kenny Beefus. Nice. Who lives in Austin now. Oh, wow. And he took me to one of the coolest places I've ever been in my life. Barton Springs is what it's called. Okay. Now, I think on a normal day, this place would stink because what it is, is it is a, it's pretty much a lake they've made 
out of a spring, not a hot spring, the exact opposite of a hot oh, spring. Oh, really? Pretty much ice spring. Okay. It's water from the depths that is yep. freezing cold. Must be super clear though, huh? Oh, Jay, amazing. And it comes up and it fills this riverbed. So originally it was just a riverbed that went through Austin and they dammed it for about a 200-yard stretch. Okay. So for this 200-yard stretch, they filled up pretty much a lake. I mean, it's the it's width of a river. But it's like a lake that you can swim in. They put a super springy diving board right in the middle of it. Like how deep is it? I think it goes down to almost 20 feet. Oh, wow. Okay. So they, they have this super springy diving board in the middle. And then on each end, they have floaty areas. And there was probably 3,000 people there. Oh, my gosh. They, just because it was so hot? They print money because it's $5 a head to get in. Oh, geez. But it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Kind of cool to have something that is a man-made but nature yeah. situation. And again, on a normal day, that water's freezing cold. So on a normal day, it would stink. But when it's 105, <laughs> you get in and the water takes your breath away. It absolutely does because sure. it's so cold. And in about two seconds, you realize this is the most refreshing thing ever. Yeah. And when you get out of it, for the first time in Austin, you feel like your body temperature is regulated. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, I feel normal for a second. That is weird how you get out and you're like, I'm not hot right now. It took 34 degree water for me to feel <laughs> somewhat normal walking around this city. That's cool. I like that idea. That's really, really awesome. Really cool place. Highly recommend if you're in that area. Barton Springs. It was awesome. Man, I never even know. Those I'm sure exist a lot where you find some little tiny, kind of like a hole in the wall restaurant where yeah. if you have a local person. It makes all the difference in the world because they know where all the secrets are. Yeah, for sure. I wish we had one of those. We don't have one of those here, do we? I mean, we're, we're the falls, right? If you want to be blown away by something, I think you go down to the falls. No, you, you don't have it. a place where you could like dive into a, like a freshwater spring where it's really, really cold water, though, do we? We don't have one oh, of those. I'm trying to think if we have a good swimming area. I mean, there's places on the river where you can get in. And it's super nice, but I don't know if it's deep enough to like dive in or do anything yeah, like that. Right. But there are a couple places maybe along the river. We also have Lake Coeur d'Alene. Well, there's that. Jay!